playing R. Kelly. I know, right? You you just failed. You just failed. Of course you don't. Yeah. We just gotta talk about that later on. How great it is. It ain't great enough to be polite. On this show, especially. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is this my turn? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you. Uh -huh. Fox Sports website. Hello, hello, hello. We are back again. Another week, Soul Food Conversations. I'm going to introduce my guest and co host. Our guest today is Miss Ash Marie. Y'all love Ash. Y'all went to high school with her, so I'm so excited that she's here today. <laughs> and then we got Tala. She's been gone a couple weeks, but yes, we're so excited to have her back. Been slaving at the plantation. <sighs> Making them people their money. I know the flowers face out. <laughs> and then we got the legit DJ on the ones and twos. Even though he just upset us a little bit because he's in here playing R. Kelly, but it's cool. Mm, Kelly. <laughs> I have nothing against R. Kelly. Uh, you should. Hey, that's his business, bro. It ain't his business. It's our business. We'll talk about it. He, he ain't touching me. He ain't touching my sisters. He ain't touching my mother. We all your sisters. What are you talking about? That's what happened. He touched somebody who looked like us. There's a common that. R. Kelly somewhere here in Louisville, Kentucky. There's a bunch of them. I don't know nothing about And it, it could be your family member. That's what's sad. People, listen, people don't care about things that directly affect them. Well, that's the Now, when we out here, uh, out here for these men that's getting shot down in the street, these mm -hmm. black men that's getting yeah. shot down in the street, it might not be him, but it's somebody who looks mm -hmm. like him. And we protesting, and we speaking out, and we doing this, and we doing you that. Should. Just remember that, because you, you know. No, I care about the situation, but that doesn't. That <laughs> you can't ignore the fact that he made good music. No, we can't ignore the fact that he made good music. And it's a lot of good police officers that yeah. put around, some, put away some very bad people that deserve to get put away. And then there are those same police when he go also. and kill a black man, mm -hmm. I'm not about to steal it. No. You see, you see where I'm going with it? I see where you're going with it, but All at right. the same time... <laughs> Go like, hop on the mic, Mari. I like his music. All right. We, well, we talked about R. Kelly for like three weeks yeah, straight, so we're not going to do it today. We're not going to talk about him today because <laughs> he got enough of our attention. But I do want to talk about everybody's week. I will, you know, what y'all what y'all had going? I want to start with Tyler. We ain't seen her. Well, I've been slaving at the plantation, like I said. Um, but I am happy we're not on as much overtime anymore, so I'm able to, like, get back. Um, other than that, I spent the weekend with, uh, Bay and friends, mm -hmm. so, uh, today I'm feeling good, uh, I'm happy, I feel at peace, I got a couple of events going on that I'm trying to put into play, so, I'm feeling optimistic. Okay, okay, what about you, Mari? What you been up to? Uh, you know, same old thing. Margarita Mondays every Monday night. I uh, actually DJ last night um, at Virtue for Taco Tuesdays for Lil Jerry. Um, tonight, I'm getting ready for the weekend. I got a big weekend. I'm going out of town this weekend. Where are you going? I don't know yet. I think I'm going to go. If it's somewhere good, can I go? No, nah, it's... It's, 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 it's either going to be 
Philly or Jersey? Oh, if you go to Philly, I, I, no. Matter of fact, both of them sound good. So I really can't go? No, it's a it's a date situation. Oh, it's a date. Oh, it's you're taking girls situation. on. It's a vacation. Yeah, it's a oh, vacation. you're taking females on on no, trips they, they, and stuff. Hey, hey, that's what I gotta say, man. Oh, sorry. Then, um, so tomorrow I'm DJing at Planet Bar. It's a stripper party. Y'all should come through if y'all like um, strippers. What they look like? They some really nice looking females. Okay. Um, yeah. In Louisville? Yeah. Well, they not. Two of them from Louisville, other ones from Cincinnati, surrounding area. It's the same thing. Um, Cincinnati, Strap of Louisville, Strip of they all look the same. And then Friday, <laughs> I'm, just I'm having a, a 90s just party joking. at my house. Y'all should come through. 90s party at my house on Friday. You got to dress um, You got to dress to the to, to the theme or you can't get in. Okay. Well, right. You doing like a new uh, a pre-millennium tour type? You know, the millennium tour coming up. That's actually why I'm going to. Really? Because it's, it's in Philly on Saturday. And then Jersey on Sunday. I just don't know which one I'm going to go to. But I looked it up. The train to take you to either one in 45 minutes. You sure I can't be a third wheel? Bring. No, man. No, just okay. Bring. All right, moving on. <laughs> Ash, what you been up to? Um, what, you, actually, what you got going? Without going too far into our topic, just what you got going? I just got back from Atlanta. Okay. So that was it was good. My job sent me there for five days. Yeah, I wish I could have turned up. It was work. It was all work. Some play. I got some play down there. But uh, nothing, just, you know, getting back to the work week, being a mom. You know, working every day, working hard. How many kids you got? One. Okay. Why you get offended? <laughs> 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 I got a seven-year-old. Just one. See, my daughter be nine next month. Oh, so you got oh y'all kids up there. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I got some good news this week. What? <laughs> I got some good news this I'm week. I'm learning how to hold my breath. What is she he no, I'm pregnant. not pregnant. What? No. Y'all losing me a little bit. I mean, it, it went from... I said pregnant? I got some good news yeah. this week, and he said, what, you pregnant? And then... I was confused. No, that's, that's not the news. So we talking about kids, and he said, y'all got some big news. I said, well, I got some... We was going over the week. I don't know what you talking about. I didn't say big news. I said good news right. this week. Right. So, go <laughs> so I got a new job this week. Okay, girl. Good. I don't want to say where at because I don't really want my listeners to know where I work at and stuff because I say something. Because you know people say stuff mm-hmm. and they be trying to get them fired from their job. Like it's a girl on social media right now that they trying to get fired from her job in Myers because she like made all these racial videos and stuff. I don't want to offend nobody. And then just I got a good job. Good pay. Hey, hey. Good, just good everything. Me I don't have twenty dollars. I ain't started yet. I don't start till next week. <laughs> so that ain't gonna happen. But I do want to get into the topic real quick before we get into the break and for DJ spin for us real quick. Did y'all see the video that went viral with Cardi B? Yes. Have y'all seen the post that went viral right afterwards with the comparing how people? Respond to people like Bill Cosby or R. Kelly and how people respond. What y'all think about that? Mm. Honey, I'm be honest with y'all, honey. The shade's about to be real, real tonight. Um, y'all know I love me some Cardi. That's just what it is. But I also recognize that what she did was wrong. However, to compare her to Bill Cosby is just problematic. I'm sorry, no. Bill Cosby is a person who used his elitism to get women to do things mm-hmm. for him um, 
to get women to do things for him. Yeah, he lured him um, in with basically his right. money and his wealth and his exactly yeah, his success. Same thing with R. Kelly. You use your yeah. money. You use the fact that these women wanted to yeah, get somewhere yeah. in their life. They wanted to grow. They wanted to be you know singers or they want to be actors. Or mm-hmm. and you have all this status. You have all of this you know access and resources and networks, and you use that to get the things that you want. Cardi B is different in the sense that. She, she, had was, she didn't have nothing at she all. In these, these were in, and I could be wrong. Uh, I haven't read so deep into it, but um, the as what people were telling me, these men were already trying to get something out of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she just got them first type stuff. Now, again, she is wrong. That is wrong to drug anyone without their consent is wrong. To do anything to anyone without their consent is wrong. It's even wrong to touch. Somebody's hurt without their consent. All of that is wrong. We can't ignore that and that we can't ignore that. That's just flat line. However, she's not Bill Cosby at all. And Bill Cosby, this is something that he, he did, he continued to do. This is not um Cardi B's character. She has not continued to do this and continue to use her current success yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, feed the things that she that she likes. It's not like she she enjoys drugging men and robbing them. She spoke out on it though. She was saying that uh, it I was, was going to read that said, statement. Yeah, she said she don't. How do I got actually, the statement? Uh, I'm going to read it verbatim. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. And we can't spend too too long on this. But um, Cardi B said, So I'm seeing on social media that a live I did three years ago has popped back up. A live where I talked about things I had to do in my past, right or wrong, that I felt I needed to do to make a living. I never claimed to be perfect or come from a perfect world with a perfect past. I always speak my truth, I always own my shit. I'm a part of hip-hop culture where you can talk about where you come from, talk talk about the wrong things you had to do. Sorry, my eyes like that. <laughs> or that. Talk about the wrong things you had to do to get to where you are. There are rappers that glorify murder, violence, drugs, and robbing. Crimes, she said, and she forgot the B. I was going to ignore that. Crimes that feel they had to do, they had to do to survive. I never glorified the things I bought up in that live. I never even put those things in my music because I'm not proud of it and feel a responsibility not to glorify it. I made the choices that I did at the time because I had very limited options. I was blessed to have been able to rise from that, but so many women have not. Whether or not they were poor choices at the time, I did what I had to do to survive. To survive. The men I spoke about in my live were men that I dated. Sorry, I had an ad pop up. Or men that I dated that I was involved with, men that were conscious, willing, and aware, and I have a and I have a past that I can't change. We all do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is how I feel about it. She's five thousand percent wrong. And like she she's wrong. I don't she she's wrong. Like she's extremely wrong because you don't drug somebody for money. I don't know how I feel about this statement because it seemed a little backhanded because she said that they were very aware and they were conscious, which I didn't understand how they were aware and conscious if they was drugged. They were aware that they were going to have sex with her, yes. Were they aware that she was going to drug them and steal from them? No. I do feel like she deserves all the backlash she gets. I do feel like if a man wants to step forward and bring forth actions, she deserves that as well. What I do not like is men and some women using this as an opportunity to ridicule women who has been speaking out against people like Bill Cosby and R. Kelly in those situations. I feel like that's all that is. I don't feel like there's too many men that I've seen who post who actually really care 
that she did this. I feel like they using this as a way to go, well, well, where y'all at now? Where y'all at now? That's that's kind of condescending. Y'all don't really care. Y'all just using this as a reason to be like, see, double standards. But do you really care that she did this? Do you really feel like, do you really look at this and be like, this is an issue. This goes on all the time. Women step, women set men up all the time. We need to do something about that. Or are you just using this as a way to see, see, y'all be doing wrong stuff too. Y'all can't say nothing about these men. That's how I feel as if the reason why most people are posting this, because I have not seen not one man speak out and say this was wrong. She should not have done this. This should happen. That should happen. Like how we do. And I'm not saying we as just women, because of course men speak out on R. Kelly and pe people like him all the time. But y'all not saying that. Y'all just basically seen it. It was like, see, 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 where where are the women at now? Where are they at now? And it's just like, do you even really care? I, I definitely think that, like, the the thing is, is the people who are, I don't think anyone's defending her actions, you know what I mean? Like, everyone has acknowledged that she was wrong. They haven't, but men were expecting women to mm -hmm. to defend it. And they like, see, 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 know where you're at. Yeah, then y'all think this is okay? Women. This is okay? This is, and it's just like, nobody said it was okay. So why are you jumping the gun thinking that? Because know, that's I what y'all wanted to happen. Yeah. I haven't read any posts where men were saying all of that. Only thing that I've read is that she should be counseled. Now, I don't think that she should be counseled. I, however, like she is wrong, it, but she admitted to being wrong. wrong, and she admitted to she being admitted wrong. to being wrong, and that's what I, I think. That's where I kind of oh. agree with her because she's not saying like, oh, she's not glorifying. She's not glory, uh, glorifying it and praising it in her music. So that's another thing I like. I mean, if you go back and look at some of R. Kelly's lyrics, he's sitting there telling you, you may be young, but you're ready. Come on, it's all in the music. So I just feel like she admitted to being wrong. You know, everybody has a past. I mean, we've all done something in our past that we don't know nobody, want anybody to know about. So, I mean, look, I can't judge her. <laughs> She's got to take it up with God. I don't, I don't not. I think her actions was wrong, but her so standing up. I'm a, I was gonna say I want to. I want to get Maurice um, I mean, input on it because you're the only man in here. I do want to make one more statement. I do. I do because I didn't 100. I don't know how I felt about that statement, but it was one thing that she said when she was like, "Rappers glorify the wrong that they did in their mm -hmm. life every day in raps, which they do." You got Boosie over here. He bragged about how he had a whole hitman. Uh, you got people bragging about drugs, which I under that I was like, now if that's the case, we need to be counseling a whole lot of people yeah. who done done who done took people's lives, uh, whether they did or not, they glorified it. So drugs Robin glorified Dick was it. Whole talking about um, uh, raping a woman in blurred lines. What do you think that is? Uh, blurred yeah, lines. But I do want to get my reason put on it because we gotta we gotta wrap this segment up real quick. But he the only man at this table, so I really want to know how he feel about it. Um. We are we are all human. We are all um, one person. We all make mistakes. However, um, even though she did what she did and she admitted she was wrong, I don't think that makes it okay. I don't think men are glor glor. You say like you feel like men don't care. Do you really care? I don't think it's. I think women just have more of an emotional um, attachment towards women. Being um, touched, or what's the word I'm looking for, sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted. Yeah, I think women have a more of a, um, a, a emotional attachment to that subject. For men, in hindsight, I don't think is as emotional to get assaulted sexually by women. I mean, I think that's just a reality of it. Like, there's some niggas who like, I'm excuse my language. There's some men who would like to be sexually assaulted. By a woman or got like these weird fantasies or fetishes, but just being realistic, you know what I mean. Yeah, but she didn't sexually assault them 
she drugged them. She, she drugged them to steal from them. And that's not okay. So I just think as men, it's like, okay, you know, that's not me. And then they, it's, just, it's not an emotional attachment towards right. it. So, and I'm okay. like, to, to be honest, like, <laughs> I'm so far off into my own business. Like how y'all was talking about the whole R. Kelly thing, like in, in the reality of it, like, that's so unfortunate. I would hate that for that to be anybody's child, anybody's mother, anybody else. That's a terrible situation. But at the end of the day, like me as a DJ, like, I can't deny he plays good music. I'm not going to stop playing his music because somebody feels a way about him. However, however, I'm not going to stop playing his music. Gross. I can't. I it's, cannot. It's, and I respect your opinion how you feel, 100%. However, <laughs> however, so should I stop playing Cardi B music? It's, it's if, that's, if you feel like no, she, she makes great music. That's how you feel. She did her past. She did it. She did it. And let's We're move forward. about somebody who... Let's not even bring up the fact that she did it in her past. The videos was that she created was from three years ago. What she did was beyond those three years. But she still did it. R. Kelly did these things. But the thing is, she she didn't kill nobody. She didn't sexually assault anybody. She robbed and drugged them, which is wrong because you're not supposed to drug nobody. Right, so again, but at the same time, R. Kelly was having sex with underage children. So you can't I think really. that's terrible. I'm not. I'm not. I'm against. They're both wrong. I think that's. I think that's terrible. Ooh, chilly. I think that is terrible. However, it's still wrong. Yeah, she I mean, made, at the end of the day, it's all wrong. Music. A so, sin yeah. is a sin is a sin is a sin. It's true. So they both wrong. At the end of the day, like, if it's good music, it's my job to play good music as a DJ. I don't mean... Yeah, but I'm not going to play music from a sexual predator. I mean, but... Because it's all in his music. It's, what, it's what lots of good music uh, to bring. You know you're what? I quoted Keith Sweat's line when he so said, you may be young, but you're ready. What was R. Kelly's song? But the thing uh, is, this is AJ, thing, like, No, that was... Yeah, it was Aaliyah. He wrote that. AJ, but After he married more of an emotional attachment to women. And I'm not against what y'all are saying. I 100% feel what y'all are saying. But these are only the sexual predators that you know about. We're talking about ethnics and people doing intentional messed up things. We're talking that about, you know are, about. You gonna ro- are you going to go to the store and, and rob, are you going to rob this supermarket for some bread to feed your family? Or are you just going to kill somebody because you didn't like something that came out of their mouth? You, th- we're talking about survival here. We're not talking about a person who is doing something because this is a part <laughs> so of her nature. We're talking DJ about somebody who, who did something wrong, and it is wrong, and I would never say that it's not. We're talking about someone who did something wrong as a means of survival. R. Kelly ain't never had to survive. What is he surviving? He is literally, they're not the same. Survive jail now. Right, they're, not, they're literally not this the is, same. This is where I, I feel like y'all proved my point again. Now y'all talking about surviving. She didn't have to do that to survive. She chose to be a stripper. Oh my God. She chose to be a stripper. Nobody put a gun in here and said, be a stripper. Ooh, all right, we go. We got it. This is getting heated. This is getting heated. But unfortunately, this isn't our topic. Kelly's wrong. She's wrong. But at the end of the day, I don't have no. I don't have an emotional attachment towards it because I'm not the one dealing with. It. I think it sucks. It's unfortunate. I feel like he's Damn, a terrible sad. person for that. I feel like he's a terrible person for that. I mean, it's every like at the end of the day, we gonna feel how we feel. You gonna feel how you feel. Um, I personally feel like we should not play his music we should not support him because that is supporting him if he did this there's lots of great music out there i support people who do there's lots negative shit every day well let that's me true. know it's just it's me, levels to it so though so it's levels it. to it but but if we're using this rule i think that you know what i'm saying since since you know i think that since it's not affecting you directly i that's, think that black women now need to take a stand and say things that don't affect us directly let's stop 
making a big deal out of, well, out I, of I, it. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But that's what you just said. No. You just said that I'm not it's saying not, it's not making it's in my DJ world. It, it doesn't direct me. It, I mean, it doesn't it affect me. It doesn't affect me. Okay, so things that don't affect me, mm-hmm. I should stop doing. I'm not. Well, right? What I'm saying is, I'm not against what you're saying at all. I think he's a terrible person. I think he was 100 percent wrong. It's unfortunate it happened. I feel bad to the victims. I feel like he should be punished for everything that he did. He's 100 percent wrong. But how do we punish him? We punish him by stop playing his music because that that's gives him more money. Mute R. Kelly campaign. That's how he gets punished. That's not a punishment. It is a punishment. That's, that's, a punishment. that's no his money. life. That's his if career. If he don't get no spins, he don't get royalties. Exactly. If somebody stop coming to oh. parties to stop listening to you DJ, you feel like it's a punishment? No, yeah. I'll just get another job. <laughs> but he can't that's get still another a, job. That's still a punishment, though. Like, like, are you going to want to go to a prison bar? Because it's out of All right, all right, all right. So we got to... Prison talent show. We got we got to, unfortunately, this wasn't our main topic of the day, so we got to cut this one short. I'm tired of talking about R. Kelly, so y'all. We've been talking about R. Kelly for weeks. Do y'all not want to hear Cardi Car- Car- B music no more? Who? Yeah. See, as so I said, th- did I not say whatever comes about, I- I'm for it because she was wrong? Y'all was listening now, to Cardi B today. How do you know I, I, who I was, I was listening to? I was to twerk on the way here. You don't know who I was listening <laughs> to. But they got a different opinion, though. They told you what their opinion was. They don't feel as strongly about Cardi B as they do R. Kelly. It's not about feeling as strongly. It's about their she two totally survive. different situations. Well, that, well, that's she what I mean. That's what I mean. She chose to survive that way. She chose to. Oh Nobody said go drug a man. Nobody have said you, go do a lot of Okay, but they could have went, went two different ways. What if she would have gone back to the hotel room and then they would have raped her? Who's making excuses? They could have went a few ways. She had to survive. Who's Who's y'all? I mean, she did it for survival. She needed a little, no, she little cash. She wanted to. She seen the opportunity. She took advantage of it. That's not All right, guys. We're going to have to skip the break. We're going to have to skip the break. Mario, you're not going to be able to spin real quick because we ain't got much time. Okay, let's keep going, we got, we, got a, we brought a guest, and she came up here with a specific topic. So we have to move it on mm-hmm. to our lovely We got guests. any men in the comments supporting me? Yeah, now, somebody yeah, said you were I got DJ. news in the comments saying that you buck wild, that you crazy, and that you talking crap. That's Reckless. cool, and I respect I respect that opinion. I respect everybody's opinion. All right, Ash, Ash, you got a bag over here. What you got in here for us? Yeah, let well, let's start. Let's first. I, I first want you to talk about where where the organization that you work from. Like, just let everybody know who you are and kind of what you do in the organization that you work for. <laughs> I well, of course. Um, if you have my Facebook friends, y'all know me as Ash Marie. Technically, I am Ashley. Um, so I work for Volunteers of America as a HIV prevention outreach specialist. Um, so, which is public health and services and research. But I also have my own nonprofit called Terry's Wings, which I started um, after my brother contracted HIV and he passed away. So. That's why I'm here to talk about this. And in my orange bag here, I just bought y'all some goodies. Oh, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> why she dumping this out on the table like this? So you got condoms, lube, yeah, all kinds. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Look, oh, my God, I know I brought put that many in there. Y'all, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Your bag goes up. Y'all need it. So, <laughs> so is this like a clinic that you work for? or No, it's not a clinic. So, um. Volunteers of America, of course, is a humongous nonprofit, literally from all over the world. Um, But the one here in Louisville, which is VOA Mid-States, we have different programs. So we have the Veterans Program, where they have um, 
basically people who are in the service and all that get on their feet. We have a homeless shelter for uh, just homeless period, but we also have one for uh, pregnant mothers who are um, addicted to drugs and all that. So it gets them cleaned up, puts them in a place to stay. We offer many different services, uh, but the one I specifically work for is for HIV prevention. And it's a small team of us and shout out to my team because they are awesome. So you was telling us before the break about your brother that passed away um, from HIV and AIDS. And you said he went undetected for how many years? So he went, no, he went untreated. Untreated, So, so did he know he had it? No, he oh, okay. did not know he had it. Um, he had contracted uh, the virus at, let me see, he was 25 when he passed away. So he had contracted it from the time he was either 19 or 21. And he had, I guess, no idea. Um, I kind of figured it because I was having like nightmares about it. It's, it's crazy. Really? About yeah. your brother having? About HIV, yeah. Oh, and I was seeing his face. I was having nightmares. So, I, you know, I would tell him, like, hey, go get tested. We can go get tested together. But him being young and naive, you know how boys are. No, nah, I'm okay. I'm fine. And um, so finally, you know, he uh, he was working at Swift, you know, the little hawk, the mm-hmm. pig plant. And uh, they thought he had swine flu. Mm-hmm. And when I seen his legs swelling up and I seen... Um, Basically, his lymph nodes had grown to the outside of his leg, mm-hmm. which is what happens with Kaposi sarcoma, which you get when you're, uh, when AIDS goes untreated. Mm-hmm. So he was barely able to walk. Like he went through, we just seen him deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And um, so finally, you know, he came out, which, you know, the family already knew. He was like, you know, I'm HIV positive, but at this point, it was already AIDS. Oh, so he kept it. He hid it for a little while? Yeah. But like once he, had, he once he found out, he, about a few weeks mm-hmm. like once his results and all that came back but we pretty much knew okay so what what made what about it what made y'all just figure that because i don't if i see someone really getting really sick i don't think that's the first thing to come to my mind because i no. think at this point we've kind of forgot about hiv and aids a little bit yeah but the thing is aids doesn't have hiv aids doesn't have a face mm-hmm. so you know you're not gonna be able to look at someone and be like hey she has AIDS just because of the medical science right so because you can get on it in three to six months after treatment mm-hmm. you can go undetectable untransmittable which we call u equals u um which is just the uh, art that they have now which is anti retro uh retroviral uh mm-hmm. medication it just it suppresses the virus in your system so you know there's no way that you can transmit it to someone else mm-hmm. um but with him you know because he wasn't on medication and because he wasn't being treated and all that you know it started to really do damage to his immune system um his lymph node everywhere i mean lymph nodes everywhere um, so his ba- his body basically started going through the changes, started shutting down. Mm-hmm. So and then, like I said, it turned into Kaposi sarcoma, which is a form of which is cancer, pretty much. And then um, he can, he got pneumonia. So after that, when when you have cancer, pneumonia, and then you have AIDS, it, it's it's a it's a horrible attack on your viral load. So mm-hmm. eight months afterwards, you know, he passed away. And then did he get tested? He did get tested. He no, like before that, did he used to get tested? Yeah, he did get tested. Um, and the very first time he got tested, he actually tested negative. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm like, you can go up to ten years without symptoms of HIV oh at gosh, all. That's so scary. So, which means I can get tested today, which I tested myself a few days ago, and um, I can, I can test negative, but I can test twenty one days after that, and I might test positive because mm-hmm. the virus can be in you, but it may not be active. Right. So. Which means, you know, which means that's why we tell people it's better to get tested every three to six months. Well, with the test that we have now, and it's called the NCD, if you contracted, if I contracted HIV 21 days ago and I test today, it's going to show. Okay. Just because it tests for that specific antibody. Right. 
Is there anywhere you can go to get that particular test? Yeah, you can come come see me. You can you can log on to voamen.org slash HIV. You can make an in-home. We come to you. It's like Uber for HIV. We'll come to your house and test you. Like, it's free. You know, yeah, it's free. Y'all oh, yeah, it's free. It's, it's free. free. Y'all better hop on that. It's free. How often? I'm I'm just I'm just wondering. Um, I'm Mari. I'm gonna ask you because most women I know go to the doctor on the regular. Most men I know. Don't go to the doctor at all. At all. I seen a, something on social media that said uh, men don't go to the doctor. They just wait for their girl girlfriend. go, and then they know they good. <laughs> and which, which is that's nasty. not funny. It's actually nasty, but it was kind of funny. Right. So do do you do you go to the doctor regularly? Yeah. So like here recently, I probably go like dead eyes probably twice a year. Mm-hmm. But when I was in college, I was going like every three months. Because we had Once every six months is good. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it, and I'm not having multiple sexual. Parties no, it either. doesn't matter. It's not about having multiple right. sexual parties. You don't know. You don't know what that other person exactly. Doing. Right. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but now, you know, I probably go like twice a year. That, I feel um, like that's pretty but good. when I was in college, it was like every two or three months because they had the Betty Whites in the right there on campus, so it was convenient and easy. And my school had a high... Um, a- STD rate? Yeah, so it was like really mm-hmm. important to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I know that. Um, and I, it's a little bit about like what I wanted to talk about, the fact that like STDs are are so common and HIV, all of that, all of those things are co- so common. I think that it stems from the fact that we are not having conversations about the things that we are engaging in. Yeah. Clearly, many of us are having sex. We got kids, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of us are getting dropped off to dude's house or people's house or whoever's house after mm-hmm. the club. Like we're clearly having sex. It's fun, it's enjoyable, it feels yeah. good, like duh. But we're not having conversations about it, and we're afraid to have conversations about it. At the, yeah. Also, you know what I mean? Like, we're so uncomfortable. Many of us are so uncomfortable to say, like, hey, how you doing? What's your favorite color? When's the yeah. last time you've been tested? You know, those type of conversations are not being had. And see, that's what, that's what I'm trying to start now. Like, I'm trying to normalize the HIV conversation. Yeah. Because looking at looking at me, I look like just a normal old black girl, like probably ready to party, turn I didn't see you a virtue a couple times. So but when my friends see me coming, because you know, dudes would be hollering. It's one guy told me he's like, I ain't even about to holler at you. He was like, because I know who you are and what you do. And I'm like, yeah, and you know it ain't happening unless you let me test you. Like, but there's you know, nothing yeah. wrong with that. I feel there's, like yeah, I mean no, as long as I'm looking that. out for you. Yeah. You know, like but Yeah. I and I think that like you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I, I haven't had an STD. And the fact that I even, I'm I'm consciously stating that I don't have HIV in a, I mean, not HIV, but haven't ever had any STD. Yeah. Because, you know, even you saying, even you being public about, hey, you should be tested, yeah. somehow implies that you have something. Yeah. And all the backlash that mm-hmm. comes with that. There are so many people and there are so many conversations that are being had about people, that's the way that you hurt people, that is the way that you yeah. belittle them, you make them feel less than, you got speak up or shut uh, or shut up or here locally, you have the shade room, you mm-hmm. have world star hip hop, all of these different avenues where people are bashing people for having STDs or um, dating someone with uh, an STD or HIV or AIDS. And I just think that until we start normalizing that, until we start and people start educating, start, like, educating each other yeah. and not giving people this negative backlash and all of this like negativity when, you know, people are afraid to even go and get tested, let mm-hmm. alone tell someone after they find out if they have an STD to say like, hey, I just want to let you know that I have um, 
chlamydia or I have herpes or yeah. I have I want to let you know that people aren't even people are so afraid to be honest and the stigma because that what's it's gonna, a stigma right that comes because with what's going to come afterwards yeah and until we start engaging in these conversations and making it normal and not uh making people feel little for uh STDs because mm-hmm. let's be honest about the fact that everything that happens with a person I I I know so many people who have well, I don't know so many people, but I know a few people who have STDs and stuff, and it's a really big fear. What what's gonna ha- what if people find out? How are people gonna look at me? Will people yeah. wanna drink after me? What about my love life? And see, that's another thing that really gets me. Like when you said, "Will people drink after me?" Because people are educated on HIV. Yeah. Do y'all know the five fluids to actually contract HIV? Mm-mm. Yes, I don't. You do? Um, blood, uh, saliva. saliva. No, 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 no. It's not saliva. No, no. no. Uh, Sperm. Yeah. Uh, mm -mm. I know it. Maybe I don't. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all. So there's only five fluids that you can actually, and when I say actually, I mean seriously, contract HIV. So if I have HIV and I'm sitting here sweating and all that, I can touch you. You're not gonna contract it. So that's the rumor. You can eat after somebody. You can pee after somebody. You can hug somebody. You can kiss somebody. Kiss smile in their mouth if you want to. You're not gonna contract it. So the five fluids are vaginal fluid, anal mucus, semen, blood, and breast milk. Those are the only wait. I would have never guessed breast milk. Yeah, <laughs> those are the only five ways um, five ways to actually contract it. But anal mucus and um, blood. Well, when we say blood, that's basically people who shoot up IV drugs. Um, those are the two quickest ways to contract it. Because one, you know, you share a needle. So say he, you know, he's HIV positive. He shoots up. I use his needle. Boom! It's in my system. Right. Just contracted it. Um, and the only reason gay men, because one in three gay men, say all of a group of us, one of us has HIV out of the, you know, out of a group of gay men. The only reason they have, you know, have it is because they're having anal sex. So, you know, with that semen hitting that anal mucus, they're contracting it. So that's why in Kentucky alone, uh, like I said, it's one in three gay men who will contract HIV or it's one in seven who have it and don't know. Yeah, so. and and then also like because I I def- that's definitely the truth, and also making sure that we we don't limit it to just gay men. It's not that, no, it's I a lot of heterosexuals. Of people, yeah, you know, it's a mean? lot of heterosexuals. Yeah, I think that people you know have this idea of like gayness, especially like no. black male black male like gayness. Gay it's, yeah, and it's, and it's not. not. It's I feel not. like in 2019, nobody should still be thinking it. I thought we learned a long time ago. Yeah, and see, the only reason that it was, was labeled the gay disease was because, like, back in the, it was, like, 19, in the 70s, when it really hit or whatever, a bunch of gay men were dying off, mm-hmm. and people really didn't know it. And, of course, they had AZT as uh, as an antiretroviral drug, which was horrible, so it, was, it wasn't doing anything for their immune system. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they was dropping like flies. So, that's when it, that's when it got labeled the gay disease. But it's not because, I mean, more women, I think it's like one in 32 women in Kentucky have HIV. And it's only because they're having sex with men who are having sex with other men. Mm-hmm. So somewhere the men are on the down low yeah. or where a man is sleeping with multiple women and one of those women are HIV positive. You right. Know, and that's so. a whole different topic on like yeah. normalizing bisexuality and just... Uh, yeah, because you stuff. know what? That's a whole... That's a, That's whole a whole subject itself because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't went to war with some uh, 
people on Facebook when uh, it was a video that went viral and you know I got on there and I was I was simply like it just seems like it's a man you know just pleasing himself there's nobody else in the room oh, my oh he's gosh. gay he's bisexual he's I'm like you know what I'm not about to argue with y'all because as someone who works in public health and research I see someone pleasing himself I don't see him with anyone else and whatever a person identifies as that's their business exactly. yeah I, that's so, a whole nother subject I have my own opinions about that, that yeah very, I mean that was I, very 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 it was very interesting to me I it was, was like hey, it was that. I can't we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a whole nother or and like yeah. let's, let's talk about it more what's let's, the difference between women masturbating let's talk about it more let's let's yeah. let's stop associating these 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 things that have nothing to do with another person yeah with with, with sexuality like and do. gender yeah. you know what i mean let's uh, stop associating if if let's stop associating anal play with with gender well yeah. what people don't realize sexuality. is it's not it's not the sexual act that makes you gay. It's who you desire it from. Thank you. So, and that's just something a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. But and even with that, it's so it's so so many blurred lines with that because I mean, gender and sexuality and yeah, and and, and sexual preference, all of that is fluid. I mean, all of that is just it's just like have sex with who you want to and it's, do it whatever way you want to and and be safe and take care of yourself and everything else just like don't worry about like let people just do it exactly them. what it is that they want to do as long as they are leading with honesty as long as they are being safe and healthy that's all that we should care about and not putting anyone at risk like exactly. you know like I feel at like risk help and health and emotional yeah, yeah you know what I mean be like, open and upfront with a person like I'm not one to hide. You know anything that I do, I'm open, I'm transparent. So she, I tell she people definitely up front, is. Do y'all follow on? Facebook? I really am. If y'all follow me on Facebook, because <laughs> yeah. I'm open and upfront. Like you know, like when I first got into my situationship that I'm in now, you know, I was open and upfront, and I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm bisexual. I don't have anything. I do get tested for STDs. Like, do get tested? I do test myself for HIV. Like, you know, let me test you. Whatever. Like, I, I'm transparent, and I'm open, and I'm blunt. Mm-hmm. So, there's nothing. You can't get online or however people choose to bash somebody and tell me, oh, you do this, you do that. No, I know what I do. Mm-hmm. And it's my business. I'm not harming anyone. If anything, I'm going to bring them pleasure. Right. I just feel like you know, with all of this, the- with all of this, mm-hmm. we really just got to focus on communication. Yeah, with all yes. of these STDs and everything going on, you People just really need to communicate with who they plan to lay down with. Yeah, or if it just so happened to happen honest. one day, it's, it really has to be communication. You have to stop shaming people because they're not going to be open and honest yes. with you if you're shaming them. Yes. Start and you the have churches. to be open-minded because they're not going to openly communicate with you if you're not mm-hmm. open-minded. Exactly. You know you're going to lay down with somebody. Or if it was just a drunken night you did it, and then you, you know, yeah. not playing, but you know you're going to keep doing it. Go get tested. Yeah, Whether you plan on using protection or not, yeah. go get tested. And then I got tips and trips for that, trips and yeah. tricks for that too. If y'all want to use protection, I got some tips. You for said y'all. you don't want to use protection. If you don't want to, I'm going. I'm going to tell you how you can do it safely. Yeah. And, and but the we're going to get to that. And the thing is, it's like. <laughs> Let's be honest about the fact to go get tested for to everything for, for HIV is scary. I it mean, is. I'm, it is. I was because my heart throbs. That's why I said I you don't myself. shame. You I don't shame. You be open for, because for, for three years we had only you know what I'm saying. Well, of course, we we whatever y'all need to know all of what we did, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> y'all had fun. We had fun, but That's it, girl. we were healthy with each other. We were honest with each other. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And for the most part, that was the only people we were the only ones who we were having sex with. And every time, and I think we got tested maybe three or four times within our relationship. But every single time I was scared, I was like, just look. 
Lord, please. Listen, been in the military, Look. I get tested every six months, and you I'll be sweating yeah. bullets. And he, Every time. I just got tested. Because it he, makes you nervous. Yeah, it's scary. It's it's, a, yeah, if it I get tested nervous. today, I will still be just as fearful. I just got tested maybe, I want to say, two or three, two months. I want to say two months ago, mm-hmm. I just got tested. And if I get tested today, I will still be sitting here like... Honey, because let me tell you, you literally don't even happen. think about it until you sit in that doctor's office. Yeah, like you ain't been nervous about HIV today. all this time for months. You ain't thought about it, ain't worried about it's it. Nothing. As soon as you get in that doctor's office, I know, like, yeah. I know it's gonna come back negative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it still is scary. It's just so a fear I, under, of, you know, I understand yeah. it for somebody who has never been tested, who yeah. is having sex with multiple people. That's why we have to start not, not normalizing the conversation. That's why we we have have to start having these conversations within our friend groups. Where I'm saying, I know like, I hey, do. girl. Like, I know we about to go out and have a party. But also, girl, let's go to the clinic. Girl, let me tell you. No, but here's the thing. Now, you know, when you go, you can have those clinic days. I call them self-care days. Like, yeah. I, I'll text my girls. Like, we got a group chat. I'm like, listen, I already had my self-care day. What y'all doing? Y'all going to get that pum pum check? Like, for real. You know, this is how our group texts go. And then, you know, I'll let them know, listen, oh, you got a new partner here. You want to be tested? Because I, I know how some of us do. We slip up. Ain't nobody perfect. Everybody no, go roll dog right now and again. So here, let me test you because you know you don't know what dude's doing. Like this is these are the conversations that I have with my friends. So and I you think this is to. why. And I think you know. And I think this is where I really because I'm like as being a young black woman. And I go, I kind of got a little reputation for kind of being out there. Do you? I ain't did nothing. I yeah, that's the thing. I don't really do. I'm just good with the guys. I, mean, I am a straight up. Y'all know who I am and what I let am. Me y'all tell saw you. the shirt let the week that I was on her, and I ain't ashamed about I it. I just like to have fun. Like you know. And I, I am just, who I am. I'm just free. Okay, I'm like a free spirit. That don't mean free, you know. That don't mean getting around. I ain't doing all that. It really that. doesn't make a difference but, what it um, means. Wait. But, you know, I, I just, I, I like to have that conversation with people. Like, I can be out and about. I see somebody on the street, and we'll be talking. And I'll be like, well, you know, I'll tell them what I do. Like, you've been tested by HIV. You, come see me. And there's people off the street that will actually come to my job and be like, here, I'm here, you know. like, <laughs> and, and, they'll, and they'll go post it. Like, my homie hit me yesterday. He's like, what you know? I was like, nothing. Just got off work. He was like, you got your stuff? Which I'm like, yeah. He was like, well, pull up and test me. What I do? I turn my car into a clinic. Let me pop your finger real quick. That's like you know. Real. That's really so, dope. Like, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. let's continue to do it, and then after we get the results or whoever has mm-hmm. the results, let's let's love on them and let's yeah. let's give them support and let's actually because there's things out here. If you are dating someone with. That's with prep. HIV, there's prep. You know, there's there's different medicines and there's different precautions that we can take once you are dating someone yeah. who has an STD, especially uh, STD or HIV, especially uh, an yeah. STD that that doesn't that, go away, that's not curable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's treatable, but not, but not curable. curable. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, so we can treat it, but not maybe. And not as long as they're it. as long as they're taking their medication, then uh, you'll be fine. There's dentodams because you know I'm a lesbo. Girl, I got all those. Girl, girl I got dentodams. Like, I got finger bangers. I got feet. Female condoms. I ain't gonna lie. The other night I went out and party. I just went ahead and put one in because you can put the female condoms in yeah, up to eight hours before sexual contact. So hi, I'm telling you, I just pop one and on. They're in. so much better because they they lay all the way down. over your labia, <laughs> over your labia. So yeah, they, so, so you know, know, you know what I'm saying. Because if he go in raw, I'm protected, honey. Because I got. It's all right, well, I got. A, I got a question real quick. I got a question real quick. <laughs> Uh, y'all must, I, they got just lost it. <laughs> it was in my head. I was trying to like keep it there. But uh, it was a very important. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So what is your advice for people who say somebody meets somebody and they find out they have a disease that's incurable? But they, okay. what is your advice to them? Because I know, like, I know that you can have a healthy relationship. sexual relationship with somebody who has 
a disease. Everybody does not believe that. No, you can. Uh, so that's what I was talking about earlier with the U equals U. It's undetectable, untransmittable. Mm-hmm. So say if me and Mari was to date and I'm HIV positive and I choose and I'm undetectable and untransmittable, mm-hmm. um, which means the doctor has told me, you know, your viral load is fine. You're undetectable, you're untransmittable. You cannot, um, you cannot uh, transmit this virus to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I choose to disclose. At that point, you have a choice to disclose your status to someone or not, as long as you're still taking your medication mm-hmm. and doing everything that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And if I choose to disclose my status to you, and you know, I let them know, hey, look, I'm HIV positive, but my viral load is contained. The virus is suppressed in my system. There's no way that I can uh, transmit this virus to you. Um, but still, there's prep, and prep is, of course, pre. Um, Pre-exposure prophylaxis, which means one pill you take, it has a 97% success rate between PrEP and condoms. You're 100% protected. But if he's on PrEP, I take my medicine like I'm supposed to, I can't give that disease to him, which means we can have a healthy sexual um, have a healthy sexual relationship, mm-hmm. you know, so without there being any kind of complications. So. But it's all about taking the medicine and, you know, actually taking care of yourself. So do you suggest, do you think... That if you do have something, you're obligated to tell your partner? Depending on... Isn't it illegal not to? It, that's I, if, that's what I always they're thought. they're not undetectable, untransmittable. If they are... If, now, if they're out here, they're not on medication, they're not doing what they're supposed to do, then it's very illegal. Like, you know, it was illegal the way my brother found out. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, he was dying. And he had no idea mm-hmm. that he had contracted this from his partner. Mm-hmm. So at that point, yes, it's illegal because his partner knew that he was HIV positive. He knew he wasn't taking medication. He knew he was putting my brother at risk. That's crazy that you wouldn't want to take medication if you find out. Yeah, I mean, because you can live a, I mean, and then you the, can live yeah, a very healthy the, life. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you will live longer than somebody battling cancer or diabetes. So it's crazy yeah. that you would just, just say forget it and just be, it and, ain't like yeah. you forget to take really, your vitamins it, every day. I don't day, think like, it's all that crazy, to be honest. If you think about the way the society is and how... Yeah. You see, I wore a shirt that said, oh, and, and, hey. and someone, you know what I'm saying, made that something big. And they I, I didn't even do anything, it and you know what I mean? Posted so, it. Like, and imagine me going out and saying, like, hey, I have an STD. Like, the backlash that would come with that. It's, it's a lot so, of stigma attached to HIVs and STDs. Like, you know, especially in our own community. Like, and then that's another thing. Like, the black churches, you know. A bunch of people want to say, oh, you know, my son died from cancer, this and that. Tell the truth. Your son died from AIDS. Don't don't be so afraid to speak up and speak out about it because at the end of the day, we don't want to talk about something. And it took for me, it took for me to hit home to actually to be like, look, this is what's going on in our community. This is what's happening to our young people. And, you know, we don't want to do anything about it until it affects us directly. That's true. That's true. And that's that's what I don't like. So that's, that's why I do what I do now. Because a lot of people tell me, "Why you preach about it? Do you get it?" No, I don't. But my brother had it, so it affected me directly because I watched him deteriorate. I took care of my brother while right. he was going through this. So but don't wait till then. Yeah, you but you don't want to wait till then. Like, that's why I want to get on top of it. Active. Yeah, I mean, we we tested somebody that was thirteen that tested positive. So kids as young mm. as thirteen are contracting this virus. That's why I talk to my daughter now, and she's eight. And I'm like, listen, my daughter can sit here and educate you on HIV all day long. She can educate you on sex and all that just because of how it is. But in our community, you got to think, 
well, we're raised. They they didn't really have that sex talk with us. They didn't really tell us to protect yourself. When you think about it, us it was, being don't girls, get pregnant. yeah, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> with us being girls, our mamas and grandmas told us don't get pregnant, don't bring no kids in this house. I ain't you know raising no saying? babies. And then with the boys, of course they would tell the boys, oh, we use condoms. No, but nobody's sitting down having that conversation. No one's telling us, hey, listen, this is what I heard. Chlamydia's out here, gonorrhea is real. Nobody's sitting down having these conversations. So by the time we jump off the porch, it's too late. Yeah, straight up. It's so too late. None, none of y'all had like a real sex talk as far as not just be protected or don't have babies. Like a real sex talk, like what you can tr- contract. I did. Yeah. Being healthy, my the emotional attachment to it. Yeah. You didn't, Mari? Did you? With my parents. Yeah. Well, anybody, whoever was uh, yeah, yeah, guiding yeah, you. My, I had it with my father for sure. What did What did that talk consist of? It was definitely protecting yourself. Um, he wasn't saying go and do it. He felt like I. If I was going to do it, I was going to do it regardless, just make sure I was safe. But did he um, tell you why you need to protect yourself? Yeah, definitely, because the, the repercussions of what could happen. So I was, my father was giving me condoms at the age of, like, 12. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? This, this is real, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, I've seen people do it. Was, it was time, I, I got glow in the dark now. I would go to school and look at my book bag with condoms in my book bag. Yeah. My dad would just put them there to consistently remind me how, um, how you need to protect yourself because you right. never know what somebody else may have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that for me, I had I didn't have that. You know what I mean? And yeah. and the, what I did get was like, and not that my my mom and my daddy didn't really talk to me about that, but who I did receive it from was like kind of trying to yeah. scare me into like not doing something. Like, yeah. okay, let me show you this big huge picture of syphilis and uh, yeah. Yeah. gonorrhea. That and don't work. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. By that time, but, but I was. So I, I lost my virginity at an early, early age, and by the time I had sex education in school, I had already engaged in sex. Yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah, I lost my when I was twenty. Like, go ahead, Mark. We had sex education. I'm from Detroit. We had sex education in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. In fifth grade, so I was kind of educated on what could happen. We didn't have sex education. Y'all had. We you, had it at Is it like a Detroit thing? I'm not sure. I didn't have sex education. education remember, that was my sophomore year. I remember coming home and telling my mom, like, this is what we're doing. She's like, boy, what the hell? <laughs> but she should have been happy about that. I mean, she was. She was yeah. about it. But. but it was just caught off guard. Because I, mean, I work with teenagers, and I, they don't. I, if they had a sex education, they would love to come back and let us know what they learned in school. Yeah. I don't think they do that nowadays no more. No, they don't because, you know, they, they took it out of Jefferson County. I you remember, remember we had health class? I, I, talk you remember my health teacher? I re- we, the only sex talk I remember having in school was the I period, child, menstrual cycle. No, 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 I had childhood development or something, and we had a whole had lesson about STDs. Like, we learned about every single STD. That's the only no, topic see, I, I, didn't, I didn't have. I didn't have Man, child, so uh, child care. I had what? the one. STDs? With the STDs. That's like, can we talk out. about the pleasure of sex? Like, let's honestly talk about it because it feels good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're, like, asexual. No, seriously. So you said in high school? Like, let's stop trying to, like. Let's stop like trying to scare people into not having sex, and let's talk about the pros and the cons, the 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 consequences, and also the pleasurable things yeah. about sex. Like, let's not keep it one track minded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By trying to like scare people, like don't get pregnant if you have sex, uh, you're gonna get an STD. And that's what they told <laughs> us in health class. I can't I think really of his name. Sex shaming. He yes. looked like uh, sex shaming. I cannot think of his name, but I, I swear. It was like my sophomore year, and we had we spent like two days on sex, and they all he talked about was syphilis, gonorrhea, and then girls' menstrual cycle. I'm like, oh, I don't uh, remember that class at all. I can't think of his name, but I swear he looked like Hitler. <laughs> I promise you, I helped teacher look like Hitler, no. and I can't think of his name. Talk about and that was how, it. Let's not. But parents will be in an uproar. Like they wouldn't understand it mm-hmm. yeah. if if we really implemented mm-hmm. sex ed in school again, and it's I'm not just to. about. 
oh, if you have sex, you're going to contract these diseases, you're going to yeah. get pregnant. It's a real sex ed class. Mm-hmm. How to have, if, if you do have sex, sense. how to I help. I love to teach it. But yeah. parents, yeah. there's going to be parents who's not going to understand it. it and they're going to be against it. Uh mm-hmm. honey, bring your parents. Like I'll teach them too. It's not going to be that easy. Let me, t- let me tell you. Like, we, we need to co- talk about consent. We need to talk about uh, mm-hmm. uh, pleasure. We need to talk about how we can please ourselves. Yeah. We need to talk about, you know what I'm saying, parenthood. We need to talk about gender and gender roles. We need to incorporate LGBTQ into all of that. There's just so much because in addition to, like, me not having any sex education, I also didn't have any LGBTQ sex education. So yeah. I just came out here just doing whatever, whoever taught me how to do whatever I, I need to do. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's a problem. Like... My uncle had the sex talk with me. It was great. Because my auntie would tell me, like, little stuff. She would be like, girl, just squeeze it. And if it look green or cloudy, don't even mess with it. I'm like, what? And then my uncle was like, <laughs> listen. Horrible. Yeah, then my uncle, you know, because he played a major role in my life. He was like, listen, you becoming of an age. He was like, a guy tell you this to do this. He was like, but if you go there, use condoms. Because he was like, it's all kind of STDs. At. Like, my uncle broke it down for me. I but, love that. Yeah, Honestly, I, I, mean, I, love I love the fact that it was a guy. man because I feel yeah. like because a lot of times they you put it all on the women to yeah. have that conversation. So I love the fact that his father had the conversation with you. Your uncle had the conversation with you. Yeah, it was dope. Like, I, it yeah. needs adults to be men and women having the conversation. In, I mean, uh, the do. thing is, is that adults aren't really having pleasurable sex. You know what I mean? This, to be honest. You know, so it's very, they don't even, they uh, can't even teach nobody about the pleasures of sex because they're not even having damn pleasurable sex. Good Lord, we're chilling. So y'all want to get into some? Uh, y'all want to know the symptoms? Of yeah, we got about yes. about five, five, six minutes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all some of the symptoms to look for. Girl, I had to look. I had to write them down because my brain has been on overload. Um, so symptoms, of course, are the first sign of HIV is a fever. Um, a lot of people be like, "Oh my God, I just had a fever last night." Listen, <laughs> I was thinking it's that. a fever. <laughs> that comes and goes like you cannot seem to get rid of it like say i wake up this morning i got a fever you know it's gone then i wake up tomorrow with this fever it's an ongoing fever so it's like flu-like symptoms so if you keep you have any symptoms and you know it's just signs of the flu that just will not go away you want to get checked if your lymph nodes are constantly swollen like hasn't gone down it's another one Uh, if you're having a gastrointestinal pain or whatever night sweats uh, persistent diarrhea, vomiting, it won't go away, uh, mouth ulcers, uh, let's see, difficulty swallowing, of course, that's where the swollen glands come in, and a lot of opportunist infections, which are like, and people don't know this, but headaches, I want them, that's another sign, so uh, you'll get like oral thrush, pneumonia, red blotches, um, and severe unintentional weight loss. Okay, pause real quick, what's oral, you said oral thrush, thrush. what is that? It's like a white film that'll build up in the mouth, and it hurts. I actually had it when I was going through chemo. Really? Yes, and it hurts. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just want we need to uh, <laughs> shout out Ash real quick because we would consider you a cancer survivor. I am. So we, we need to um, <laughs> that bless. She's so blessed, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. I, I was I meant to uh, mention that in the beginning of the show. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. That was rough. It was definitely rough. But anybody out there battling melanoma, anything, any form of cancer. I stand with you because it is rough. Mm-hmm. The needle sticks, the low white blood cell count. My white blood cell count stay low literally majority of the time that I was actually going through chemo. That's why what your and brother went through and what you went through, I feel like you want you probably one of the most perfect people to come up here and talk about people taking care of themselves because yeah. you really can stand in it and say, like, 
y'all, I've been through this. Yeah. This y'all really people really need to take care of themselves because you are the perfect person to talk about that. And especially in our age group, and I mean, no, like I say, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's perfect. important, like you said, we need that. We need to have those conversations with our friends. I mean, we need to take care of ourselves. Go to the doctor. Drink water, ladies. Drink water. As Me I say, too. Don't drink, say, ladies. Plenty. Everybody <laughs> drink plenty of water, like. I mean, just literally take care of yourself. Watch what you eat. Because there's certain things that we don't even need to eat. Like, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. And and what's, what's crazy is that when I found out I had cancer, it started out on my toe. It started out like a blister. Mm-hmm. And I, me being hard-headed, I went and go. I kept cleaning it, putting a Band-Aid on it, thinking I had stubbed my toe or something. And... It, it, my cancer was already moving into stage two. Mm-hmm. If it would have hit, I, they called it right before it hit stage three. If it would have hit stage three, I probably wouldn't be sitting there talking to y'all today. Mm-hmm. So that's how bad it was because it was melanoma, mm-hmm. which means it was starting to it was starting to go into my my melanin cells. And then as soon as it started, um, when they found it some more, it was all over my back and the back of my arms. So my arms are discolored now from the chemo medication, mm-hmm. and all of my back. I look like a chameleon. It's crazy. Um, you know, and if it would have hit, if it would have got, you know, hit my spine and all that, I would have been done. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's why I tell people, you got to just take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore those signs. I just want to say one more thing people, before. And when people see people, and also, like, I think that those who, those of us who don't, who don't engage in the negative backlash, I think that we have a duty as well to, you know what I'm saying, be supportive of people who who are dealing with those type of things. You know what I mean? If you see somebody out being negative about someone, talking negative about someone who has an STD, or if you engage in posts that, you know, belittle people and that hurt people and that are here to, you know, ridicule people and make them feel... Uh, uh, yeah. low, then then that, you're stand also up. part of the problem. You got to yeah. stand up for that stuff. So when you see, when your friends come to you and be like, yeah, I heard whoop whoop guess, I don't want her at, that is their business. That is their business and if yeah. you are not here to help them, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to engage in that. I don't want to be a part mm, of that. That's definitely true. I don't that's like definitely people, true. people on social media. Yeah. So we yeah. got to wrap it up, y'all. We only got a, a few minutes left. Um, actually, I just want to say thank you so much for yes, coming. Yeah, no she is so thank dope. Y'all. Like, y'all don't understand. This girl has been through so much. And and I know that you probably, you have your lows. But you would never yeah. know by looking at her. I promise you. Like, you would no. never know. I'm a she, goofball. She is always yeah. so positive. Like, I see your statuses. When she'll say, like, I'm having a low day today. Like, I'm battling yeah. depression today. But I promise you, if you see her out, she would never know. You would yeah. never know. She's dope, y'all. So, we got to wrap it up. Because we only got a few minutes left. Yes. So, I just, I want you to plug yourself in first. Okay, well, I'm, of course, I'm Ash Marie, but like I said, I work at VOA. Y'all can contact me on Facebook under, just Ash Marie. I ain't got Instagram and all that because I ain't, I ain't no young gal. But um, y'all come hit me up, come see me. Y'all can schedule an in-home test or you can schedule a test with me at my office. Uh, well, at our office, I'm sorry, at 933 Goss Avenue. But the website is VOA Mid slash, uh, slash, damn, voamid.org slash HIV or you can just hit my inbox and uh, I'll come test you if you don't want to test with me because you feel like I'm going to say something I take my job serious and everything that I do is confidential which is be strictly between me and you um, but if you don't want to test with me I have other colleagues you can test with so you know mm-hmm. hit me up test we gonna, we going to put all of that in the comment section of the video too because mm-hmm. So y'all ain't got to keep reminding them back because I know I won't remember all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then make sure, as always, you all follow us on all so, Soul Food Conversations on Facebook, Soul Food Conversations yeah. 
on Instagram. Please follow us. We are now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I did not text the group and tell y'all that, but our episode is on Spotify as of this morning. So rate, review, subscribe. Please show all the love y'all can because we really, really, really appreciate the love we've been getting and we would love as much as we can get. Also, mm-hmm. our paint and silk. You going to be there? Yeah, when is it? April 20th. We are having yeah. our own. It's called Paint Your Soul. Talk Derby to me. It's going to be a derby, it's gonna be a, a derby theme. It's April 20th. Tickets are on Eventbrite. The event's on Facebook. You can get the link there. We would love the support there as well. Mari going to be there on the ones and twos, right? For sure. For sure. He's going he gonna to make sure we turn up. Also, uh, make sure that uh, y'all tune into Lion this weekend. Leak your own yes, news. Honey. If y'all um, if y'all don't know about Lion, leak your own news. It's a dope art show uh, with the Doza. with Tamika Dozier, who is uh, one of my good friends, and um, it's gonna be a, a nice art show. It's gonna be dope, y'all. Like this is the third year um, that she oh, has this, and um, it, this year is the trap edition. Um, we're going to be in there. It's going to be consensual. We're going to be having a good